Hey everybody, welcome to the Evoke Bike Podcast. I'm your host, Brendan Hausler. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. These short 8 to 15 minute podcasts cover a wide range of topics to help you get faster. Whether you're looking to win a national championship, finish Leadville, crush Tulsa Tough, get on a Gravel Worlds podium, or simply drop your friends. If we've never met, I'm the co-founder and president of Evoke Bike. I've been coaching athletes since 2010, and I've trained with power for over 150,000 miles. I've also won three Masters National Championships, but I'm mostly proud of my nearly 100 Pro 1 podiums simply because it shows my consistency in the game and my hunger to get better for not only myself, but the Evoke community, which includes you. If you enjoy these podcasts, please leave us a review on Apple or follow and download the episodes from Spotify. And if you want to take your support to the next level, please click the support link at the bottom of this podcast where your donation will help us pay for everything that helps to keep this free podcast going. Now to the show. Hey, everybody. Had a good question came in from an athlete just training for a Grand Fondo. And I thought some of the points that he brought up in his three main questions would be beneficial to share with you. Uh, so his question is, Hey, I'm training for an 80 mile grand fondo this summer and would like some feedback slash recommendations slash tips on diets to follow. I ride three to four times a week and play ice hockey twice. My three main questions are number one, I'm looking to stick to about 50% carbs, 30% protein and 20% fat. I feel that if I don't get enough carbs, I feel sluggish. Does this mean that my body might become more used to using carbs as opposed to fats to fuel my ride? If so, would I want to use fat more? Question mark. Number two, I've read about getting a post-ride meal at one gram per one kilogram of carbs and 10 to 20 grams of protein within 20 to 30 minutes of riding. I imagine that this isn't always the case for example, between a one-hour ride and a one-and-a-half-hour training session, how are the quantities written above changed depending on intensity? For example, an all-out ride, one gram for one kilogram, and a seven to ten effort might be two grams for every three kilograms. Question number three. Don't worry, we'll get into those weeds. Question number three. I haven't ridden more than 1.5 hours at a time, but at what time should I start eating? after one and a half or two hours, or even as early as within the first 30 minutes. I would just like to begin training that portion as well with reaching back in the jersey pocket and seeing, okay, sorry, let me, this got a little jumbled with the grammar. I'd like to begin training that portion as well, as well as with reaching back in my pocket to get the food and also understanding what suits my gut, etc., So I actually want to start at the last one because it's really important. If you are doing an 80-mile Grand Fondo and you're only riding an hour and a half at a time, you're not doing yourself any favors. So no, are you going to immediately start doing five-hour rides? I would not recommend that either. Just like anything, you want to work your way into it. He's doing it this summer, let's say June. It's the beginning of March. So March April, May, and let's say, so let's say he has 14 weeks. I would start doing two and a half and three hour rides this weekend. Do a two and a half hour ride. You're going to be pretty tired after that. Then go back to the one and a half hour ride. 
Maybe next time you try a three-hour ride. You want to work your way up to what the Grand Fondo is going to be. Um, I'm guessing you would probably do 80 miles in... Ooh, this is a tough guess. Um, let's say 16 mile an hour average. That's five hours. So maybe you want to work your way up to like four or five hour rides. I don't know how hilly this Grand Fondo is. It's really like maybe 16 miles an hour is too fast of a guesstimate. Maybe it's too slow of a guesstimate. We'll use five hours just for ease of simplicity. If you are unfamiliar with, you know, grabbing food out of your jersey, if you don't know what suits your gut yet, that definitely wants to be addressed. These are really important things. There's nothing that would be more disappointing than never riding three and a half hours, getting three and a half hours into this ride, starting to crack, not really knowing what that feels like. Your body is just not used to eating bike type foods. It's just like you're jumping into the ocean and you didn't even bring a life jacket with you. So start, and this, you know, this, and I hope this person doesn't think I'm picking on them. This is like a message to every athlete. Try and make your training as race specific as possible. So if you're looking at an 80 mile ride, make sure you're doing or have done an 80 mile ride. Why? You're just going to really enjoy that day so much more. You're going to be so much more prepared for it. Now, maybe you want to go to this event and I'm trying to play devil's advocate. Maybe you're like, that's my big event. I'm just, I'm going to cross that line. I'm going to die. If you want to do that, that's fine. But I would try to carve out the time so that you don't die and you don't risk dying at hour four with an hour to go. That's just not fun. It's just cracking on the bike sucks. So I want to try to have you avoid that. Uh, since we started with number three, let's just go backwards and go to number two. Okay, the post-meal ride. This athlete has definitely been doing some reading and research. And the fact that you even have any idea about eating a post-meal ride within 20 to 30 minutes of riding is a great thing. The recommendations, I'm going to break this down into two different categories, basically, because it seems the easiest, carbohydrates and protein. The recommendations that you read are very widely, whether you read a sports science book, whether you read something from the year 2000 or the year 2010, you're going to get a different recommendation. And then we're in the year 2022, you're going to get a different recommendation, especially when it comes to protein. First, it was 20 grams, then it was 30 grams, then it was, it had to be within an hour, then it was half an hour, then it didn't matter. I don't really think there is an exact answer here. And I think that these... I think this this allows us to come up short. If it says to eat 1.7 grams, but your body could absorb two, you missed out on a little bit. If it says 1.7, but you only need 1.5, maybe you ate a little bit too much. I mean, I think it's tough to dial in the protein exact exactly. And there are well-respected people that you, if you listen to this podcast, you listen to their podcast. And I've heard very legit people you know, talk about the studies where the window is more of a, it's not a fad, but it's just not as true and only as important if you're doing like stage races and if you're going huge the next day. So I think, and then in carbs, same thing, one gram, uh, 
see, I don't even stay up with the most recent recommendations because it changes so often. At first, we were eating 60 grams of carbs an hour on the bike. Then it was 90. Now it's 120. Um, and it also is athlete dependent if your gut is trained for that. That is a huge piece to it. I can crush car. Stephen, ba- uh, I should leave this to the podcast we're going to do. He's on the 120 train. I've been on the 110 plus train for a long time. And people thought I was crazy. And I'm like, well, I don't know. I'm putting out a lot of watts. I think I need to eat a lot of carbs. And I do pretty well at the end of bike races. So, and that's for the amateur categories. Um, it's the fuel. So to his point, I would say eat a well, to make it easier. Cause then it's like, well, okay. Eat a well-rounded meal. I don't really think you need to do a shake. I know a lot of people that shakes don't work for them, myself included. I just feel hungry after I drink one of those, and that's when I tend to overeat. The one thing that he did say, which is definitely true, the intensity, if I do a super hard ride, threshold workout, VO2 max workout, long ride, I I tend to want protein. Like My body's just like, ooh, that chicken looks good. Ooh, turkey, like it. Um, I don't eat too much red meat anymore. Not that I'm against it. Just I like the leanness of chicken, ground turkey. We'll make like uh, veggie soup with it and put turkey in it. I tend to lean towards like my palate wants that. But in the back of my mind, I'm also thinking, "Mm, I just crushed myself. I should probably rebuild with some protein. I don't count how much I have a piece of chicken and I'm good to go. Is that scientific? No, but guess what else is not scientific? No one's taking a muscle biopsy and tapping into the insides to really figure out every exact gram per kilogram of body weight. So I wouldn't overthink that. I would avoid processed foods. I would eat. Look at your plate. Do you have carbs and protein on it? You're good to go. Are you still hungry after you like clean up and you put all the, you know, eat, make the food, eat it. Let it digest. Drink water too. When you're dehydrated, you're gonna you can think that you're hungry. And I know some people stuff their face too much because they're not drinking any water after these rides. And then the first question: Does this mean that my body might be more used to carbs as opposed to fats to fuel my ride? Would I want to use fat more? So carbs are what fuel the bike ride. Period. Yes. Riding at lower intensities, you will be using fat also. Carbs are king though. Now, I'm not saying you need to only eat carbs, but I think that, you know, he's looking at a well-rounded diet. It's, you don't need to seek out fat. Fat is going to be in foods that you eat. You don't need to be like, is my, did I get my 20% fat? You're most likely good with that. I would say make sure you get enough carbs. That's what people don't seem to eat enough of. And that is going to help you on the 80-mile ride. That is going to help reduce the rate of perceived exertion on the 80-mile ride. That is going to help you get to the finish line and not feel like you're dead. And you'll feel stronger throughout the ride with carbs. That's why if you don't – this guy said, if I don't get enough carbs, I feel sluggish. And the other thing, even if for some crazy reason he's like, I want to become more fat-adapted – which is definitely, thank God, that that fad and like hype is slowly getting quieter. You're not going to probably do it by the Fondo. Um, that is a 
Your body uses fat for fuel. Training that makes less sense to me than training to be able to absorb more carbohydrate. If you do not eat carbs when you are training, you are not going to be able to utilize them when you eat them for the race. So I would say he's got a well-rounded diet. Stick to that. Lean the diet towards carbs before the hard rides and definitely before the big events, and it will pay off. I don't even know what the expression is in spades means, but it'll pay off in spades. So with that, uh, one last comment. We did a giveaway on the Discord for Hello Blue CBD. I had asked for some recommendations on what Evoke's doing, and a guy made a funny comment of, tell me that bike radio is dead or dying before it actually goes away. It's coming back. Josh and I just haven't been on the same schedule. And so trying to sit down and get the topics together, uh, we really wanted to be a we went on a little tangent about pantalones and pants one time. I don't want the podcast or any of the podcasts to be about that. So we needed to refocus, get it dialed. I think the last one that we did was was good and brings value. That's what we want to do. That's what this podcast is about, is trying to share our perspective on cycling to hopefully spark some questions that you can ask yourself in your own training to get faster, period, end of story. The podcast is not to have us get you buy something for $9. It is not to sell you coaching. We are promoting you getting a training buddy. I can't stress that enough. So with that, good luck with your training. I know you're going to crush it. Hope you have a great week, weekend. Racing is on the verge for a lot of us. And excited to see you at some races. See you.